Hey, 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 everybody. This is Tina, your host of Flawed and Free. Thank you so much for coming back and listening to yet another episode with us. This is one of many episodes with my fatherhood series. And so I'm kicking it off with the one and only, my daughter, Lanaya. Say hey, Lanaya. Hi, guys. <laughs> so the Fatherhood series will have a compilation of episodes, and this will be one of several about fatherless children. And in addition to that, we'll be talking about spiritual fathers, single fathers, and surrogate fathers. So I'm really excited about this fatherhood series, um, not just for what it represents, just because it's just, it's a deep topic, it's a heavy topic. And my daughter is a part of my kids corner that flawed and free will be hosting probably about once a month and there'll be a teen topic and a kids corner and so i'll have the kids point of view different children's point of view or some adult topics and maybe some that are not but this is just a good combination of the two so this episode is titled fatherless children and my daughter is helping me to kick it off. So thank you so much for joining me today, Lanaya. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so Lanaya is my daughter. She's my one and only girl. I have three children. For those that don't know, I have two boys and one sandwiched in the middle, which is my baby girl, Lanaya. Lanaya is 15 years old and she's a gym and a joy. She's an athlete. She's academically sound. She's a straight A and B student and she's a basketball player. And she's actually a freshman this year playing on the varsity squad. <laughs> My baby got skills, y'all. She got skills. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> but overall, I'm really excited and really proud of her. She's grown up to be such a mature and lovely young woman. And I'm doing all that I can to raise her to be her very best. So... This was something that she actually felt passionate about for her teen topic of choice. And I asked her, well, what would you like to talk about? And it just so happened that it went perfectly with this fatherhood series that I was setting up for Flawed and Freeze episodes to come. So she says, I want to talk about fatherless children. And I said, are you sure about this? She said, yeah. This is this is this is it. This is what I want to do. So I'm like, all right, let's get it. So let's hear a little bit from Lanaya, and we'll go ahead and move on with I, with our podcast. So what's on your mind, baby girl? Um, I originally I was thinking about doing another topic, which was why can't youth like celebrate the Lord? Like we could do everything else, but talk about the Lord like it's it's coming abstinent now in our youth generation now so I prayed about it like what should I do and stuff and then what came to mind was father's children so growing up I've always 
remembered having a father in the home and it I think it was either third or fourth grade my parents got divorced and I kind of lost it because that was the only person I knew and the father that I had in my home he wasn't my he wasn't my um how you say it? Your biological. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't my <laughs> biological father, but that was the. That was. He was pretty much my father because he was the one there. So when he left, I kind of lost myself, and um, it took a while for me to understand. But I started getting help and went to church. You know, started to get to know the Lord, and He talked to me sometimes, and. He actually took me in and talked to me about some things, and I finally understood that even though my physical father wasn't there, I also had another father that would never leave me. So that kind of replaced everything, and I kind of became whole again. Wow, Lanaya. You know, I did have an idea, of course, because I'm your mother and I live with you, and I've watched your watched you evolve and saw the struggle um, from our divorce. So um, I, I'm i divorced now, and I don't even know if I like the word divorce, but I mean, it is what it is. But, and it was, it was hard for us all. It was really hard, but I believe, you know, it was harder for Lanaya. She was, when my ex-husband and I got together, she was a baby. She was really, really little. She didn't even barely know her name good and so he raised her as as his and she was he was all that she really knew so the separation um from the divorce was really challenging and difficult for her and so um she was always my interesting child she always had an opinion and and um was you know a little different than the other my other two my older boy and my youngest boy um but that was that was the time that I saw a lot of change with her a lot of and not really in the best way um and I understood that it was part of the process that we were going through so through a lot of prayer I had to seek a lot of help with her spiritually, emotionally, physically to help get her through that time. But if you could speak to your father, what would you say to him? Um, All I can do is really forgive him because, you know, things happen for a reason. And honestly, if this, if that wouldn't have happened, I don't think I would have really had a relationship with the Lord because I didn't really know anything about the time about him. So I think that everything happens for a reason and all I can do is forgive him because he was there for me and he did take care of me when he didn't have to, but he still did. So I agree. I agree. Now, is do you have any thoughts about your biological father? Is there anything that if you had an opportunity that you would say to him? Um That's that's a hard question because I don't really know what to feel about him. Because you don't have a relationship yeah. or you don't really know him that well. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it, really. Like, it's kind of hard to understand something that you don't know. So, 
all I can do is like try to have a relationship with him, at least speak to him, because that is my biological father. But other than that, I wouldn't know what else to do. Right. So, you know, just to give a little brief background, you know, because this is a transparent place. Mm -hmm. Um, Lanaya does know her father and she's, you know, she's been in contact with him and his family and her siblings and that sort of thing. Uh, I made a decision when she was a baby to leave that relationship because it was not a healthy one at all. It was not a healthy relationship, and so um, it was actually leading down a tumultuous path of destruction. And so I decided to, um, in order to give my children a better life, I decided to leave that life and that relationship to start over. And in doing so, it required me to move away from her biological father and the family and all that sort of thing. So we started new. And I tried to maintain and leave the door open for him to continue whatever relationship that he could have. But he has some personal challenges within his own life that has prevented him from being there physically for Lanaya the way that she would need a father to be there. So to just for the sake of consistency, um, shortly after that, I met my ex-husband who I'm now divorced from. And so he carried and picked up the responsibility as her father. And to this day, he does, um, he does have relationship with her. There was a, there was a little, uh, rocky moment in the midst of the divorce, just, people not knowing where they stood. Um, and so that had its set of challenges as well. But he has continued to maintain a relationship with uh, Lanaya, and we yet live in another state again. <laughs> um, my ex-husband was in the military, so when we divorced, I could not stay where he was because they moved them around a lot. So I decided to start fresh and new in the state of Texas, Dallas, Texas, and our life has changed a lot uh, since then, but I think it was actually for the good. It was actually for the good. I don't know what you think, Manaya. I think it was too. <laughs> At the time, you couldn't tell. At the time, yeah. you didn't understand because what you knew was no longer yeah. And so the fear of the unknown can be very scary. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes you got to step out on faith just to see the opportunity for something new to come into your life. Because you never know what could be on the other side of that. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So I remember um, she went for a summer visit with her dad and um, who's still in the military. And she came back and she said... I enjoyed seeing him, but I'm glad to be home. And I understand now that even though I didn't understand then, this was actually the best thing for me. I'm glad to be home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That military life is, is interesting, to say the least. It is a very challenging life to live. And so that was all she knew. That was all she knew since she was a baby. Mm -hmm. So um, coming out into the civilian world again, she didn't know what to expect. 
So I'm going to ask you, how has your father not being present, how has that affected you? And I don't know if you want to speak on your biological or your the your dad that you know, but it's up to you. Um, it could be about both, really. It's it hasn't really it. Well, it did affect me in a bad way at first, but as I've grown, it I actually discovered that it really made me more independent, and it really taught me that. Anything could happen really good or bad and how you really like how the situation ends is how you react to it. So I really just have to be more conscious and like tell the Lord, okay, whatever your plan is, I'm with it. And you just have to step out on your faith and call it a day, really. Call it a day. What you mean? Like my mindset, something happened. I'm kind of like, okay, it happened. Let's move on. That's how my mindset is now. Oh, okay. So it, not that you're not dealing with it, yeah, but, it, but you're accepting it for however it presents itself. Yeah. Okay. 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 I can I can get with that. Mm -hmm. I can get with that. I can get with that. Well, you know. Um, I believe that, you know, whatever the title is, whether it's your mother, your father, your grandfather, or grandmother, you know, people people give what they have the capacity to give. Mm -hmm. And until you decide to do something different, then basically your actions are based upon your experiences and uh, whatever knowledge you've obtained mm -hmm. up to that point in your life. And so sometimes we can't always hold a person's error, you know, against them because they're only performing according to their capacity. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, you know, it's something that you don't want to take personally because it's like, okay, you know, you have to look at the story behind mm -hmm. the person mm -hmm. so the way that you will respond to a situation or the way that you will go about doing things what well, nine times out of ten will be based around how will be based upon your experience with it yeah and then the way that we change those things is by educating ourselves or empowering ourselves with our faith or whatever, you know, um, um, influences that we have in our lives. And then they help further shape how we respond to things. Mm -hmm. So you can choose to add things of a positive influence or you can choose to allow things of a negative influence. Either way, it's going to impact how you respond and how you react. Mm -hmm. So though your natural experience is I'm a product of a, a divorced, you know, um, household, you know, mm -hmm. I'm a product of that. Your experience is that, but you can choose to change the outcome of your response based upon the influence you allow. And so you have made the decision to say, it is what it is. This, I can't change my environment. 
and I can't change my situation. Mm-hmm. However, I can determine the amount of influence I allow in my life to cater towards how I respond from this day forward. So mm-hmm. your choice was, I'm going to choose God. Mm-hmm. I'm going to choose my faith. Yeah. I'm going to choose me over the situation and I'm going to choose the path in becoming whole right yep and so that's my determination based upon some of what you just said is that okay I'm going to turn a negative into a positive yeah I'm going to not let this get me down I'm going to look at the bright side of things And I'm going to take my destiny and my future in my own hands because my future depends on it, right? Yep. And we can't allow the things of our past. We can't allow the things that happen to us to predict what we do in the future. So I'm proud of you because I've seen you evolve and I've seen you mature and I've seen you work really hard at becoming the best you that you could possibly be. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really, really, really excited about that. But also know that how your father, this is, a, this, this is, there's so many ways that we can look at this mm-hmm. because this is a matter of the heart, right? This is a matter of the heart mm-hmm. and our, our true heart and our true heart's desire and our true heart's ability to become whole from a broken place is all about what you put in it, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And so even though there was a moment in time where you may have felt like your father your earthly father is what we're talking about, Mm -hmm. did not handle your heart. It shaped you and it has contributed significantly to how you perceive God. You agree? Yes, totally. You agree? So even though your heart wasn't maybe treated in the manner, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Mm -hmm. So you stop me if there's something that isn't quite on track. Okay. But... There was a heart issue because you were broken hearted, right? Yep. Right. And in the midst of you being broken hearted, you sought out God to mend your broken heart. Yeah. And so how has that helped your perception and your walk with God? How did it help it or how did it hurt it? Oh, it definitely helped it more than hurt it because honestly, when that situation happened, I felt I felt rejection. So I often felt like I often blame myself, like maybe it was my fault or maybe something happened or I always questioned things and confused. But God, he really like cleared it in and made it clear to me that it wasn't my fault and that he still loves me and that he like do everything he he will love me more than anything and he would never like leave me or anything so I kind of felt whole again when he came in my life and I found him 
Wow. So I think I've heard you say before. I don't know if I have, but it's a common thing that's heard amongst children that are a product of divorced um, or broken blended families that they felt like it was their fault. Maybe you can help somebody that's listening understand why or maybe even us as adults. Mm-hmm. Why? Why did you think that it was your fault? Um, <laughs> when I was a kid, I I was a trouble kid. I was probably the most disciplined because I was always doing something. But <laughs> I <laughs> I was always doing something I wasn't supposed to. But I don't know. It's just like looking back, like kids. Well, I wouldn't say they're a burden, but they're a lot of work. So I just was like saying, like, just blaming myself, really, not really knowing the real reason, just thinking that we were part of the reason why. Well, that kind of breaks my heart because, it, I mean, the situation was, I don't, I don't, I don't even understand how you could have thought it, it, you could be the reason. Well, just to be clear, just in case you weren't clear or you don't recall me being clear with you, mm-hmm. it was not your fault, was never your fault. It was nothing you could have done to keep us together or break us apart. Yeah. So there was nothing at all that you or, or anyone could have done that could have kept that together or or whatever, you know, however it went down. Um, you know, we all have my side, your side, you know, three sides to every story. Yeah. Um, but the story doesn't even matter now, you know, Mm-mm. who's side, who's right, who's wrong, who it's it's just we're so far beyond that now. The picture is so much bigger than, you know, being right or even being wrong. So but please be clear and please know, sweetheart, that it was never, never, ever your fault. There was not even an, an half a percent that yeah. you could have taken responsibility for. But like knowing me, I was when that I was naive, so I didn't really I didn't really know anything. So I was, yeah. in my mindset, I was thinking if you really loved me, like you would have stayed so like if you leave it had to be something that's that's what I was thinking back then but now I know that I wasn't the reason which that is that is a setup from the enemy that's for rejection Mm -hmm. and there's a seed that was planted in that time because what he wanted to do was to get you to believe that you weren't worthy enough to be loved and that is the furthest thing from the truth it's an absolute lie from the pit of hell and we (laughs) rebuke that spirit of rejection in the name of Jesus we know now um, as you've grown in the word and as I've grown and as we've grown together, mm-hmm. we know now that it's very clear that that was a setup yeah. from the devil himself in order to keep you from becoming who God called you to be. Because this is a journey for us all, you know, yeah. and there are so many predictable and unpredictable things that happen in our lives that some things we can control and some things that we cannot. But the journey is how we identify and figure out who we are, because who we are is who actually who God created us, created us to be. Yeah. So this particular situation actually forced you into a journey to discover 
who your father was. And the funny thing about it is here we are thinking that, you know, we're looking to get to know our father and what made him leave or what made him stay. But Mm -hmm. this actually puts you on the path to learning who your heavenly father was. Yeah. And that that was even though it was set up to harm you by the enemy, it worked out for your good. And scripture even tells us that, you know, what's meant for our harm will come out for our good because God will still, despite the path and the decisions that we make for our lives, whether he has ordained them or not, he will still make it so to where you still come out on top. You still come out with some sort of benefit or some sort of uh, reward even in the hurt and the pain but that journey allowed you to see that you know who you were and now you know that you are worthy of being loved correct correct okay and now you are discovering who your father is and who he's not So now you can look at the situation from your earthly father and you can look at your heavenly father and you can say, okay, this is really who my father is Mm -hmm. and this is who he's not and this is who I am in the midst of identifying who they are. Yep. Right, right, right. So whether your earthly father stays present in your life that your heavenly father will never ever leave you and never ever forsake you. Not only is that scripture, but you just quoted that to me just now. Yep. Right. So, you know, I want you to also know that our earthly fathers, whether they're present or not, are wounded people. Yeah. You know, and, and not not every man in the world or every woman but we all have things that have broken us we all have situations that have caused us or contributed to our brokenheartedness and when you have someone that doesn't live whether it's a man or a woman we're talking about fathers that doesn't live up to the expectation or doesn't um doesn't live up to the example because men are designed and created to be protectors and to be providers and so whenever there's a gap in the expectation or whenever they fall short or are weak in one or two or more of those areas then we have to look at the root cause Mm -hmm. we not you know sometimes we can't necessarily look at the person that's performing or not performing the very thing that we expect but we have to look at the spirit behind the action mm-hmm. so even though that he was not there for you pre- you know in a present state mm-hmm. we have to look at the heart and we know that his heart is his heart wants to be there yeah. Right. But mm-hmm. his action didn't align with his heart. But when you have wounded men with wounded hearts, mm-hmm. a lot of that is passed down through generations. Yeah. And sometimes we can't determine the root cause. We just know that we're acting out mm-hmm. something that has been implanted in us 
normally by the enemy and we've carried it down. We got to get to a point in our life where we say for not only men and women, this is it. You know, I'm going to break this curse. Yeah. I'm going to break this in my family because, you know, truth be told, your father wasn't raised with his father. Yeah. He wasn't raised with a father in his home. And those are just facts. I mean, not trying to, I'm being transparent, but, you know, not trying to put them out in front of the world, you know, if there was anybody that knew him. But those are facts. Mm-hmm. He was not raised by his biological father. And so that doesn't mean that his father didn't have a heart to love him. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that his father did not contribute towards the care of him. But he did not have an example or a model to show him how to be a father because his father wasn't in the home. And so his family actually, ooh, <laughs> his family actually raised him. And so, you know, so I'm sure he understood how to step in the gap for you. Yeah. So that was easy for him to do. But as far as carrying out the role of a father and what all of that, that came with some trial and error. And so obviously, just as we are all flawed and erred, he, you know, is flawed and erred as well. And when you understand the story sometime and you can see the root cause of why things happen, then you can take the responsibility off of yourself. Yeah. Right. So because you were saying, like, I felt like it was my fault. I felt like it was something wrong with me. I felt like I wasn't worthy of love. I felt like that if he loved me, he would stay. When the truth of the matter is the root cause is how can you give something that you've never really had? Yeah. How could how could you play out um, um, an example of something that you've never really had? And so not that that's an excuse because we don't want to necessarily put that in in the rotation as an excuse mm-hmm. because when you know better, you do better. Yeah. And so maybe he learned his lesson late and maybe he'll never learn it at all. But however he learns it, it's up to him to make that determination and decision. But the only thing you can control is your decision and how you move forward and how you put yourself in a healed and whole place. Because whether he's here or he's not here, you have to live out your life all by yourself in your own skin. Mm -hmm. And you're responsible for what you put in and what comes out. So... You know, it is true that it's the story. It it depends on the story. The more you know, the more you know about the history, the more you know about the story, then the more the heart can conform to compassion. And you go from a place of being angry and you go from a place to become more compassionate. And also you come away from a place of complacency. And when I say complacency, that's the whole shrugged shoulders. Yeah. It is what it is. And that it that's why I wanted to clarify what you meant by that. Because when you say, mm, it is what it is, you know, that's can be a deflecting moment. Like, yeah. I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to deal with what comes with this. You know, I'm just gonna push this into the back to the back of my brain and I'm just going to accept 
that whatever the enemy told me this is, it's, it's just what it is. I'm just going to live with it. Mm-hmm. But you push past it. Yeah. You push past it. I'm proud of you. I'm real proud of Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. So besides our dads, mm-hmm. right, we have other authority figures in our life that can shape your perception of a father, right? Mm-hmm. So these experiences over time can also penetrate and wound our hearts. And so sometimes it's not just your father, your earthly father, but their father figures or authority-like figures that have filled a void or that have taken the space of someone that you respect or that you model after. And so, you know, as protectors and providers and authority figures, we have to always be mindful that somebody's watching and that we're responsible for the future of those that look up to us. Mm -hmm. So what about... Tough coaches who may maybe made you do extra suicides as punishment. You know how has how have those situations? How have they made you see yourself? Um, that's hard. What about tough teachers who maybe a teacher that made a pointed out a flaw or may have highlighted a weakness of yours in school Mm -hmm. or something like that or or your lack of knowledge to embarrass you how do you perceive something that they've done to wound your heart how do how how have you perceived that um i perceive them as trying to help me and make me like still be a better person maybe or like make me work harder than because they see something in me that maybe I don't see. So maybe they try to like work me, like make me work out of it. So you actually see it as an, a constructive thing and not more or less of a negative negative response, right? Yeah, like so, tough love. Like a tough love. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, that's actually a good, that's a good thing, though. Yeah. That's a good thing that your perception of these things that you're not, you're not inwardly putting yourself in position mm-hmm. to feel victim to someone else's idea of you. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So then with your father, it's the same situation. You have teachers that may you know, that you may respect because, you know, as an authority figure that may have stepped in and and helped contribute to your growth and they may have said things to you. But the good thing is you're saying to me, you know, that you're resilient to see that this is a constructive thing. This mm-hmm. is something that will help grow me and build me. And so even though your father was in the same situation, he was in your he was placed in your life whether it was through marriage and he was placed in your life to contribute towards your growth. He was placed in your life to give you constructive criticism at the times that he could. So this is another way of looking at that, right? Yeah. This is another way to say this is just another 
person, another authority figure. This is someone that came in my life that has contributed to my growth, that has constructively added to my life. And even though it did not come out the way I expected, I still was able to draw and grow from it. Yep. Right. So, you know, that's another way. So the fact that you can perceive that and not internalize it and Mm -hmm. say, I'm not worthy, I'm worthless, I'm, you know, because someone's saying something to me that's in authority over me and what they say is is what I believe I am. Mm -hmm. So you know that a person, whatever they say, whatever their actions are, does not always reflect who you are. Yeah. And you can take the good and you can take the bad and you can grow from it or you can sit and you can mill over everything that you're not. Yeah. What about older siblings or what about that may have done things to embarrass you or hurt your heart or so-called friends who betray you and they penetrate your heart with betrayal? How do you perceive their actions and who you are and who God created you to be? Um, Again, honestly, if that would like, I would think of it like everything happens for a reason. So if if there was a situation and a friend has betrayed me, of course I'm going to feel hurt, but it was a reason why they left and if they left, it was for a reason because they weren't supposed to be there. Understood. Understood. So same same situation applies. Mm-hmm. Same situation applies. Everything happens for a reason. Nothing just happens by happenstance or by chance. Mm-hmm. And so if God allows a thing to fall away or move away or get taken away from you, just know that whatever he removes, he replaces to give you something better. And so even though you may not have understood in your immaturity that this didn't directly have anything to do with you, you know now that things have gotten better for you and that you are in a healed and a whole place now. So question, do you think that children that have fathers that are present are better adults? Um, No, because... A father could still be in a home, but still, you know, could hurt them. Yeah. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. I There's many examples of that. Yeah. There's many examples of people that I know that are adults that had a man or a father in the home that may have abused them mm-hmm. or may have been present physically, but not present emotionally. Yeah. And vice versa. So, and you may even have friends that you go to school with that have fathers in the home that, you know, mm-hmm. don't really serve much purpose other than the title. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, you know, we want to build our men up and we want to, you know, try to support them and help them walk in their callings that they've been called to be as fathers if they're blessed to become one. Yeah. But everybody doesn't accept it. Everybody doesn't accept their calling and fulfill it and walk it out. So we'll pray for those that are not in position to accept and respond and walk it out. Definitely. 
So what fatherly figures do you acknowledge in your life and how have they impacted you? Um, first, I love my, my Uncle Tobe. He's like another father figure to me. Yeah. I always look up to him and we can always relate, you know. He played basketball, so I could yeah. talk to him about basketball, like things that maybe mothers don't know. I can at least talk to him about some things or problems maybe with boys, but he, he's a little protective, so I have to... Have to <laughs> have to watch what I say so <laughs> yeah he he's impacted me really that there there are father figures out there that are great fathers out there so even though there is like there's also good fathers out there too there's not every father is a bad father and that's what he showed me really yeah uncle told yeah you have any other father figures or anybody you can think of that have impacted your life? Yes, my uncle Donald. <laughs> I love him so dearly. Oh. He he talked to me about um like him like being there for me cuz we've had to talk about that too like my dad not really being there and he he really talked to me and had a conversation with me saying like I will be there always for you and stuff like that. And it just really, like, touched my heart because I never had someone really say that to me like that. Wow. Yeah, I, you know, and God has a way of putting people in your life because, you know, these two gentlemen I do rely on for support. Um, but they've offered themselves, you mm -hmm. know, as support. And they've never tried to replace what you didn't have. Mm -hmm. And they never talked against what you didn't have. Not to me or anything. They just always offered themselves and whatever they could do to support you and support me as, you know, just as my friend and and um, as a single mom. And I thank God because he sent them into our lives. Yeah. And um, God has a way of doing that. He has a way of positioning you oh, in certain situations with certain people and placing people in your life that has a heart, that have the heart. That's why you hear I keep talking about the heart mm -hmm. because the heart is really, really important. And so one of your favorite verses, Proverbs 4.23, yeah. says... But above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. So, you know, that scripture is real. That scripture is real, you know, because this is a heart issue. When we allow things to come and penetrate our hearts and we allow people to come into our space, we got to be careful about who we allow yeah. because we got to guard our heart because that is the key to our future is the key to our emotional health is the key to our mental health is the key to so many things because as the scripture just stated that without guarding your heart everything you do flows from it everything if you have, if you don't have a pure heart and you have a have a sick heart a wounded heart a broken heart then that's exactly what you're go what's going to come from it you know hurt people hurt people Wounded hearts hurt wounded hearts. So exactly what you put in is what you get out. And so fortunately for me, 
I am teaching you now in this time, you know, how to go to the word of God and how to get what you need and Mm -hmm. how to learn and grow in these areas of your life for Proverbs 22, 6 says, train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Yeah. And so that has become increasingly important because there's things that I can't teach you. There's things that I can't give you. There's things that I've tried to do and I couldn't do in my own strength and I couldn't do in my own might. But by the Lord's help and by petitioning his support, he was able to give me and pour out and impart into me things I needed to say to you, things I needed to pray for, things mm-hmm. I and over the course of time he has rescued you and he has mended your broken heart and he continues to give and he has filled your heart now with so much love yeah. and so much peace. And sometimes I just cry. You don't see me crying, but I cry because I know that I couldn't beat it in you. Mm -hmm. I know that I couldn't have, you know, (laughs) yelled it into you. But I know that it was God that turned some of your hard heart into soft flesh. And now you're just as squishy and sweet (laughs) and kind. And there was a time that it was a bit of a challenge for you because of some of the things that you have dealt with. So, you know, in in your alone time with God, when you get an opportunity, Lanaya, I want you to do these few things for me. Mm-hmm. I want you and anybody that's listening that may have children and may be listening or that you may decide to give them as a task mm-hmm. in your long time, make a list. And I want you to make a list of all of your father figures, authority figures or anyone that you pres- or even your father. Make a list of these people that are in your life. Then I want you to list what they taught you, what they took from you, and what they gave to you. Okay? What Mm -hmm. they taught, what they took, and what they gave. Mm -hmm. Okay? And then I want you to list what they offered your heart about you. What they offered your heart about the world what they offered your heart about God and what they offered your heart about life. Got it? Got it. Okay. And we'll go over it again. See, you're fortunate enough to have me. Mm-hmm. So I can I can tell you as this list how to, what I'm asking of you. But it's good to write things down. It's good to write things down and you can reflect back on some of your thoughts. It's a good it's a good healing, you know, notion to do. Sometimes there's things that twirl around and swirl around in your head yeah. and they never come out of your head. Mm-hmm. And then they cause a lot of confusion in your mind and in your spirit and then they settle into your heart. So it's a way to get out of your head. It's a way to pull it from your heart, put it on paper. And so you can continue to heal, be whole, and move forward. So the one thing that we know is in closing, you know, I want to make sure that, you know, this flawed and free, flawed and free, you know, we, 
we are in a place of deliverance. And we want to set people free from some of these things that they encounter and they experience and they go through in their lives. And so John 8, 36 states, so if the sun makes you free, this is the amplified version, says the sun makes you free, then you are unquestionably free. And the Amplified says unquestionably, and I love that so much because King James says, you know, who the son of said free is free indeed. And yes, we can understand that if I'm free and God has set me free, that I no longer have to live my life captive to my emotions and my experiences of the past. I can change the course and the trajectory of my future. And if the son of God has set me free, then I am free. You are unquestionably free. So you have been delivered and there's no need, mommy, for you to go back to what you believed or perceived your life to be prior to receiving Christ. Because now that you have him and now that you've been born again, all the work has been done for you. And you can move forward in a place of freedom. And you don't have to be bound to to those thoughts and to those mindsets and to rejection because that is a spirit of rejection. Yeah. And today, today, I'm going to stand in agreement with you and everybody that's under the sound of my voice that is listening to this podcast. I'm standing in agreement with you that today we bind and come against the spirit of rejection. We come against the spirit of rejection, every demon of rejection, every fear of rejection, self-rejection, hereditary rejection, every root of of rejection and the spirits that come in with rejection and those spirits that come in with the rejection in the form of hurt in the form of anger in the form of bitterness rage pride fear rebellion and so many more so we bind up right now every demonic hindrance and attack that is connected in the form of rejection And we break free from this bondage by claiming freedom and moving into a life of acceptance in Christ Jesus. So we are now free, healed, whole, accepted, and loved by Christ. So I thank, I thank you, baby girl, for being vulnerable with the world being transparent in this podcast today i love you more than with the love of christ i love you my one and only baby girl i'm so 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 proud of you and you never cease to amaze me every day i grow more and more and more in love with you oh i love you too So I'm going to tag on out, y'all. The number one hope dealer in Dallas, Texas, is going to lay it down for the day. So less of me, more of you, free to be me, flawed and free. Y'all be blessed out there. Till the next time, y'all. Peace.